What's up? What's up? What is up? Hello, and welcome to Critically Aroused, the podcast where we ask, do we even need film critics? And then we review a movie. Today, we're going to be talking about Onward, the Pixar film. And joining me is the man who will rile you up and throw you under a bus, Christopher Kaus. Welcome. What's up? <laughs> and I'm also joined by the guy who will definitely crop dust in the grocery store and blame it on your child, Matt Verlack. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Today's episode is going to be rated PG since we're doing Onward so you guys can, you know, maybe have your children around or something like that. But if you're not familiar with what we do here, we are very much kind of an anti-Rotten Tomatoes podcast. And a little bit anti on the movie critic side, too. So we're trying to be the voice of the people. Last week, we were not. <laughs> we clearly think differently than everybody. So, And our structure works like this. We'll kind of get start things out, and we'll talk about what's new with you, which is what we've been watching lately. And actually, before that, we'll hit some news, a couple articles. And then we work into what makes this podcast special, which is our tomato score predictions for the film of the week. So we don't look into any sort of news or information. We don't look at Rotten Tomatoes, and we all try and guess what the political or I'm political <laughs> because we were just talking <laughs> politics before this started. We the critical reception of the film that we've seen is, and also what the the public's opinion of the film is. And then we will give you guys an idea of who should or should not see the film in an age of influencers. We want to do less of influencing and maybe just a little bit of guiding on the film. And then if you decide with the who should or should not see the film portion of this, you know, if you decide... You know, you want to turn around and see it if you haven't seen it yet. Awesome. If not, then you can fully roll on into our review and hear what we have to say. And then after that, we get our reveal of what the tomato scores for the film of the week is and our reactions to it and maybe why we think critics and the general public thought what they did. And maybe if it, like last week, if it does not line up with us at all across the board. So with that being said, do you guys have anything you want to say before we roll up into the news? No, let's go. Good to go? Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, this week, unlike last week, I didn't... I, I've been sending you guys little bits of articles, but I hadn't told you guys exactly what we're talking about. But I guess we'll start out right out of the gate with the Batmobile. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I did send that to you guys right when it happened. So what did you guys think of what I consider a super dope Batmobile? I dig it. Yeah? You like yeah. it? I think it's going to be really cool. I'm hoping it does things you know every batmobile sure. has like all these like cool things they do it's not yeah. just like a souped up car because the picture just looked like a souped up car it kind of does which and this is supposed to be year one or two of batman's uh, career i guess as batman so when it, he threw all of his money into being a superhero so he should have something really true, cool true yeah. but it might it, be like early stages it could be like a james bond scenario where like it's all really well hidden within the vehicle yeah uh, yeah, I could. know you were talking crap about the new the, Bond movies, how they don't have gadgets and no, stuff. No, 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 oh. no, no. The uh, the Batman trilogy. Oh, the recently. Nolans. Yeah, the yeah. Nolans. Like you didn't yeah. like the military style, but yeah. like your wife said, Cena yeah. had said that it made sense. Or I think you may have. Even yeah, said I, well. I mean, I really enjoyed it, and it made a lot of sense. Like, like he owns yeah. a giant yeah. corporation like, that does weapon development, military, and yeah. they make military weapons, so that sure. made sense right. for that that trilogy. It, it did. It made sense for the trilogy. I, I don't did. deny that. It definitely did. I just wasn't as much of a fan of the militarization of Batman. I like a little bit more of a whimsical sci-fi version. 
where it's just, you know, I'm a hardcore comic book reader and that's just my jam. You know, that's kind of how I like it. You can have your own opinion. Yeah, I'll allow it. Oh, thank you. Um... (laughs) Unless it's other people's opinion on the Invisible Man, which is if they like it, it's wrong, right? (laughs) Correct. (laughs) As we made very clear last week. So Uh, No, but I did enjoy the vehicle. I I hope that there is cool gadgets embedded into it because it does just look like it's kind of like a, a souped-up souped sports yeah, car. Yeah, because if you yeah. look at almost... I mean, I don't know about the year one comic, because I haven't read that one. But if you watch almost any of the Batman cartoons or the movies or anything, I mean, he can, like, call the car to him so it has self-driving yeah. capabilities and all that. And just looking at that car, it didn't look like sure. it had those abilities. Now, it may. It I mean, could. Tesla's and I'm trying to think, now, like, so. did, did the old Batman TV show, like Batman 66... That like the old school. I don't think it did. Um, Let me think back to my childhood of nineteen. <laughs> you didn't watch those as a kid growing up. Uh, no, uh, no. Y'all I didn't watch the really old Batman no. shows with the Wham Pal nope. Boom. Nope. I've seen a few of them. Oh, but I, don't I think I heard them on the radio because my grandparents played have, them. You're, how how are they watching them? Is it even on, on anything? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's on. We stream them. It's on TV. Yeah. There are certain. It's on DC. There. Actually, it's not on the DC oh, app. No. Weirdly enough, I don't know really? how it's, it's probably owned by like TV Land or something. No, it's it's legit. It's like the Roku channel TV or something. Land. The <clears> something, Roku channel. Yeah, okay. something really obscure. But my kids wanted to watch it, and they love it. They actually watch it a lot. Like the old school OG Batman. Yeah, because that's really what it was aimed towards. Was like kids at that yeah. point. Yeah. Well, and, and it was, now they're like, oh crap, Adam adults West. like this yeah, stuff. Adam West, yeah, and Bert. What is that what his name? Burt Reynolds, yeah. <laughs> Not Burt Reynolds. <laughs> but I would sure. I would watch Burt Reynolds me. as Robin. My name I'm, is Chris Cowles. Oh, you Burt Ward? Him. Was that his name? Yeah, y'all don't know. Y'all didn't yeah, even watch the show. Yeah, why are you asking me? Well, anyways, all I was getting at was that Batmobile was very much almost a, a souped-up sports car. Yeah. It was a very simple, simplistic. And, and there it's like are, a Skylark or something, wasn't it? Like a... I don't know anything uh, about cars. I'm just making yeah. up names. But it did. It does. And actually, one thing that I saw that... And I'm going to give an article that really gives like a cool breakdown of previous Batmobiles and possible inspirations and different things. If you look at the back of this Batmobile, it's awesome. It's actually really cyberpunky. Mm. And I, they show... I, this article actually has a picture of several different cyberpunk cars. And after seeing that, you're like, holy crap, the back of this Batmobile really does have that look to it. Should have just used the Cybertruck. Yeah, oh, that thing. Come on, it would have been so easy. That thing is Call up awful. Elon. Please don't. What? Just tell Elon. I would to totally take rock that. that I want one. That, that yeah. thing is that a thing danger is cool. to humanity. Windows it's that don't tank. break, you're just gonna die. It's just gonna. You're gonna go in the water and die. Uh, no, it's gonna be waterproof. Sounds great to me. So you'll just float you're, around. I don't. I don't think yeah. it's, just, <laughs> it's just a heavy metal tank. You'll just float. You'll yeah. just yeah, or sink It'll right to the bottom with no breakable windows. Well, what they didn't reveal it actually turns into a submarine. Sure. And then you just put along. <laughs> it's actually you did not watch the full press conference. Apparently, <laughs> clearly not. You actually have yeah. to pedal it. Yeah, the press conference with <laughs> the unbreakable wind, <laughs> the unbreakable windows that didn't break. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That you press said the unbreakable wind. I was like, yeah. that's a great it's superhero. A- <laughs> 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 I'm the unbreakable wind. <laughs> that would- <laughs> Thank you for doing it. I wasn't going to do it. That's Matt. That would be Matt's superhero name without a doubt. You guys are, are in trouble. The classiest <laughs> podcast we are. out there. The classiest one. Do you want fake fart noises? <laughs> <laughs> you're in the right place you are you have found your place <laughs> so anything else you guys want to say about this dope batmobile or just no yeah, it was I'm, cool. I'm cool 
I'm ready for more, yeah. like more information on it. I'm ex- I'm getting pretty hyped about this movie. I don't want to like overhype myself, but after seeing some of the suit and the mask, and Batman's a little bit in the image too that that Matt Reeves let out. You can actually see Batman kind of standing there, and he's got like these really interesting looking, almost like canisters up on his wrists that are really kind of. It's not a typical. You can tell it's an early Batman suit for sure. It's it's mm-hmm. a cool. It's. It's it's interesting. I'm I'm really excited to see what they do with yeah. this thing. I mean, Batman's been made so many times. Sure, right. He has it's, so many redone origin stories. Yeah. Every movie redoes his origin. It's it, hard for it me does. to get excited for it. I just I love. Batman. I will watch it for sure, but I'm not going to get excited for it. Huh. Well, I want to keep my expectations. Low. Well, it's that's almost the smartest thing with everything. I am the but. smartest thing with everything, so. <laughs> especially when it comes to DC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That God, is we have no expectations. I know. We've we, talked so much crap about we, DC. We're we're a bunch of Marvel zombies around yeah, here. I mean, we are. It's, they just put out better content. They, it's hard to argue the numbers. Still, Birds of Prey. Shout out. Speaking mm. of arguing Birds of Prey was really numbers. good. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. What's that? We actually do. Oh, we argue literally numbers. argue yeah, numbers. Yeah, that's literally the point of what we right. do here. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Invisible make... Man, Birds of Prey. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, perfect. Well, so moving on from there, let's talk about. We talked about it in person a little bit the other day, but the Last of Us TV show being done by HBO. If you're not familiar with what the Last of Us is, it's a video game made by Sony, which is interesting because last week we talked about Uncharted becoming a movie and now it's looking like the last of us is an hbo tv series it's kind of a pseudo zombie but not zombies they're called clickers and they are infested they're by more fungus. of like a fungi that overtakes humankind and overtakes yeah. the world so it's yeah. a zombie apocalypse but it's not like flesh-eating zombies it's a fungi yes yes yeah. which is matt's favorite joke fun guys because that's a fun guy matt is a fun, I'm guy. a fun guy that's right I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it, it sounds pretty cool and i which I, i'm excited about it sounded like you guys were a little lukewarm on this idea of them doing this i just i'm very lukewarm about it it was yeah. one of the best games and i think agree. they're gonna make a show and it's gonna be terrible i don't i just don't think they're gonna be able to capture playing a video game is so different it's just like reading a book to watching a movie adaptation it's yeah. going to be so hard for them, I think, to... Well, it's one of the most cinematic games. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's easy to do this, that sort of cinematics in a video game yeah. where it's all controlled. And, I mean, I know with movies, they can do CGI and all that. I yeah. But there's a TV show, and you said HBO's doing it? Yes. I so mean, HBO... That's a good thing. HBO goes to... Stuff, and right. it's being created by... So this is the thing that has my hopes higher. One of the creators of the show is going to be the the so, like the primary creator of the game so they have the game's creator neil Druckmann, coming over to hbo to work on the show which is pretty promising and cool. they're pairing him with the director of the recent series i don't think any of us watched it but it got nothing but praise chernobyl oh i watched that that was, that. Oh, that was fantastic that. okay well the guy that it did chernobyl fantastic. is doing the show with neil Druckmann, the guy who created the game Druckmann. 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 yeah I mean, I'm just so, not going to have any hopes, you know, sure. because... <laughs> Come in with low expectations. We are just like, a hopeful we bunch literally of just literally said, hopes. Just because the game was so good, I don't want to get my hopes up that this is going to be a great, like, pairing. I don't know if it's going to be in a retelling of a story, or if it's going to go along with the new game, or if it's going to tell a third story. I don't know what it's going to do, but I don't get my hopes up. Sure, I get that. I don't, uh, which I tend to be more on the hopeful side of things. You know, I'm just a, a positive. <laughs> I just don't, I just don't want my heart broken, and so 
<laughs> no, I, I, I hear you. Yeah, I, I'm curious. I'm not going to, which, and who knows, with video game adaptations, it's like half the time it's like, don't hold your breath because this might not ever see the light of day. Half the time it's generous. Or like just be, 90% yeah. of the time they're doo-doo. They're either bad or they never come out. But which is also maybe bad. we're in the golden age, Sonic. We have had a few. Sonic, Sonic came yeah. out. It yeah. did good. There was something else recently I feel like, mm-hmm. and it's not clicking right now. I mean, we have Monster Hunter World coming out soon. It will be coming out soon. That's a great movie. What was? Cubert? Cubert? Mm-hmm. That was never... The live action Cubert movie? Mm-mm-mm. Nope. That never happened. Oh. That was what? not made. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. I think he was in Wreck-It Ralph, though, so... You know, mm. if you want to, sure, you want to play that. That it has was. Zangief in it, and so yeah. you know there were some other. Record Ralph actually does have a lot of, yeah, a lot of video, but it's not yeah. based on a single right. property. True. It's also it's animated. Lot. Yeah, it so is. It's a little different. True, it is. Yeah, I, I'm curious. I want to see what they do with it. HBO puts out some really good stuff. So, do do you guys had do you even thought about like who would be in these roles of like Ellie and Joel or? I've never played the game. I will you put that out there. Didn't they so. form the the characters after real people? They did, but the most, like Ellen Page is way too old to play that role at this point. And well, at that point, that's another thing. Like you have very, it's, it's one of those video games where you have very specific characters that look a specific way. It's not like sure. a make your own character kind of game. Yeah, and but so, I mean, they, they don't really have to be identical at the point. Like, I mean, eh. I also really <laughs> enjoy studios using quote-unquote, no-named actors for stuff. No, I agree. So, like, they could could just really focus on somebody who looks Mm -hmm. like that part. And it's good. Yeah. 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 Obviously, they would have to be good. But, I mean, like, they don't have to go and pick up Ellen Page or whoever for it. Like, just get some nobody off the street. Yeah. You get somebody... I actually was even... One of the people that I was thinking, like, semi... Maybe still a little bit... Well, maybe not. A little bit too old, but probably could look the part. I was actually even thinking of the girl that was in Lock and Key that played the daughter well the you don't think she's too old she's probably well she's pro- half the time for movies so my guess is she's probably like 19 or 20 but she's playing the part of a 16 year old now so by the time they make the show she might be too old i, I bet she's yeah. like probably like 25 half the time yeah that is the case with this kind of stuff so I, I think definitely for ellie it should probably be an unknown as well, it also depends on like what time period they're doing yeah i yeah, I don't know. I, one thing I saw that I was totally on board with, and I actually heard somebody talking about it today on a different podcast, was a really good idea for who could play Joel. And it was Nikolai Colster-Waldo that plays Jamie Lannister. Get him to grow a nice beard and let him play Joel. Yeah, I could see that. He I does, wouldn't be mad about that. He does, like, grizzled. He'd have to do an American accent, but... Yeah, he had some movie... I can't remember right now, but where he he was a, an American and yeah. he was imprisoned and had to join a gang and all that. I know the one you're talking about. I it's on Netflix. It. It, was, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good. Well, he's too old, probably. <clears throat> I just want to see. Yeah, because Jolson oh. is what 30s, 40s, yeah. Pro- probably late 30s, maybe. Yeah. Are you talking about Edward Norton? Yeah, I just want to see Edward I, I Norton do more Edward things. Norton. I love him. I feel yeah. like he is just a. Super he's definitely underused... not that part, but he's a. Yeah, he's not that part. He's just an underused actor. Mm-hmm. I just put him in whatever you want to put him yeah. in. Let him be an evil redneck in the movie or the show or something. I'm fine with that, too. Killing it. So, yeah. But, yeah, I hadn't even thought about casting until I heard some people talking about it today. And I was curious because we didn't talk about it when we talked about it the other day. It was kind of like, huh, I don't know. That's interesting. Did they mention, like, did they have any ideas or guesses or anything? Nobody is up for the role right now. Okay. I mean, it's still so early in the stages. It's it's early This show won't be out until, what, 2023? 
More than likely. Probably. Cause because I, as far as we know, I don't think they have a script ready or anything like that. So Yeah, you know, knowing Hollywood, yeah. those gears don't turn quickly. <laughs> yeah, unless they really want them to. So my guess is it, they'll drag their feet with this a little bit. But I don't know. HBO gets crap done. <laughs> they don't play around. So, yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> we're going to get a little interesting on this next one. I don't know if you guys heard about this. I'm really curious because I've never heard about anything like this happening in the past. But did you guys hear about what happened with James Bond? It was going to be, a, well, a female was going to have no, the... Yeah, oh. none of that. No, something recently. Something new news? No. No. Yeah, really Oh, news. yeah. They've postponed <laughs> yeah. the premiere yes. because of the coronavirus. Yes. It's so being instead of coming out in April, they're yeah, like pushing November it. November 25th because of corona. Yep. And I think that's how, I think it's going to happen to a lot more movies. I, I have yeah. a feeling well, so, that a lot's going to get pushed. And there are already people, there are certain movies and studios coming out saying that they're not going to. I think there will be more that'll happen. Yeah. Like Marvel has said they're not pushing back Black Widow. There are a few others that have said that they're not pushing stuff back. But I think that more of these will happen. The interesting thing is that, and and I'll post an article about this one too. So it, from they're projecting that the movie might take a thirty to fifty million dollar loss just from pushing it back to November. Really? Yes. Why? I, I haven't because all it has to do is sit on a shelf and then. I think it's just because of the level. It, yeah, it's yeah, pro- it's probably advertisement. I guess. That yeah, that's what sense. I was going to say. It's marketing loss because marketing is not cheap. Sometimes that's... they should just put it out. I think it's dumb. <sighs> yeah. to delay it. it yeah, mm-hmm. I just. Wow. I'm really interested. I mean, the problem with Corona right now is we just don't know enough. We don't know what this thing's going to do. We don't know what it's going to implicate even a week from now because every single week it keeps changing what we know and what we're finding out. It almost, which now uh, they canceled South by Southwest as well, the film festival. Mm-hmm. And they're oh, ca- they've canceled a ton of events. I oh, bet well, E3 in July will be canceled. Yeah, for video games. Yeah. And, and also they've already canceled there are at least three or four other video game events that have been canceled. Those are the ones that are getting hit the hardest so far. The tech ones, because there were several giant like tech conventions yes. that got canceled. Yeah. I even saw that this is totally off subject. Well, not off subject. But <laughs> You're good. Unrelated to us because it's in England. Yeah. Uh, Arsenal, the football team. Yeah. They're like doing a. It's like a closed football game. Like really? there's no fans invited. Like oh, it's just wow. going to be broadcast. That's what I got from well, it. I didn't. I don't have know, all the details. Honestly, it, that kind of makes sense if you're just broadcasting something. I think it was like, Arsenal. Don't. They're they're talking about that for the Olympics. Oh, because the Olympics are in Japan this year. And so they were saying, like, we may just do a closed Olympics where it's only the competitors and it's just broadcast. Because if you think about it, like, especially over there, like, they're getting hit hard with the coronavirus right now. Like, we don't know if it's going to be a repeat cycle or what's going on with it. So, yeah, I'm really curious to see what else, what other implications throughout the next couple months between with film and video games. I mean, this is the year that we're supposed to have two new video game consoles come out in November. Mm-hmm. We're talking about production delays. Uh, there was well, a... I think for the video games, I think E3 will still be, it'll still happen. It'll just be broadcast it'll online. Be broadcast. They'll pull what yeah. Sony and Nintendo do, yeah. where it's just a direct consumer presentation. Sure, which the interesting thing, though, is if we're talking about actual like components and that sort of thing, if they're made in China, there sure. might be stuff that, that literally can't be made. So, and I heard something else recently. I wish I had written it down with this article. There was something else that just, they postponed filming as well because of Mm -hmm. Corona related stuff, which I mean, they're canceling 
they're canceling pretty much all of cruises have been canceled. Like plane stuff has been, flights have been just like, you're probably going to get on a plane by yourself at this point. Which, hey, you won't get corona if you're by yourself, I guess. But you know what's funny? It's, it's still really expensive to fly. Really? Yeah. More expensive. It's actually more, more expensive. It's really expensive right now. Um, we were looking to going to the Midwest. Yeah. And tickets are like eight, 900 bucks a person. Yeah, you would think that they would just what? be trying to get people on. Planes. Well, it's funny because we also planned a trip to Italy. Oh yeah, don't go October. there. Yeah, sounds like no in October, and tickets were like it cost us less than a thousand for both of us to get round trip tickets. Yeah, hopefully we're going to Barcelona. It was like a hundred. We're going to Barcelona first, and okay. then going to Italy. Okay, but that was like well, hopefully under it, Italy is it, Italy is a bad spot for Corona right now. Right now, we're talking ten months from now. Let's yeah. hope this thing or eight months. Let's hope this thing simmers down in ten months. Well, okay. at that point, it's just going to be worldwide, and I'm like, well, all right, I'm going on a cheap vacation because <laughs> yeah, I've like, got it or I don't. Well, I mean, the thing is, right now, is they're saying that as far as the people that it affects, if you're under like nine years old, there's just no one that's had it, and if you're under, I think sixty. It, once you hit, I think over sixty, the number of people it affects goes way up. But it's primarily older people. Mm, I think yeah. if you're about thirty or under, this thing's not even hardly touching it's, you. Well, it's the same thing as the it's like the flu. flu. Yeah, yeah, like well, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to speak on that. Of course, like, you're a doctor. I mean, we all know that that's what you yeah. do for a living, you know, Doctor Chris. That's, Doctor, that's how Hello. I introduce yeah. you every time this thing starts. <laughs> Doctor Welcome, Doctor Chris. Yes, it's me. <laughs> they call him the computer doctor. Yeah, see? God, PC doctor? That's like a virus. <laughs> it literally is. Anyways. So, yeah, I, I thought that this was pretty wild, though, because I've never heard of a movie getting pushed back for something like this. And I'm wondering if this is a sign how much more of this we're going to see over the next they month. the first two MotoGP races in uh, Asian countries because they didn't want the Italians coming to it. Huh. Okay. So if you could, you probably can't hear David very well. Our, our office mate, he said that a lot of GP like motorcycle races have been canceled because they aren't wanting the Italian people to, who have the virus as well to start bringing it over to these races, which, which it's, is it's just like racism. It, it is kind of racism. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty racist, which that's a lot of the discussion too, is just like the, the stigma that a lot of, right it's like oh you're of this race and this race has a lot of this this, this, yeah, this so illness you just can't you obviously have it too because you're that race yeah We're you know, that's how diseases work obviously. yeah obviously if you're if your race has it then the rest of the races yeah. have it that makes sense or the rest osmosis people. You know. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i understand which because apparently europe is i heard that they were really like they're because you know they're just it's easy to travel from one european country to another oh, yeah. and now for like the first time they're all just like all right let's all close our borders no more like no one's coming over here either like yeah. we don't care where you're coming from it's it's a wild thing this thing's crazy but you know who knows we'll, we'll see what shakes out after a while but i just thought this whole james bond thing was interesting and i also thought it was pretty wild that this thing's going to take a 30 to 50 million dollar hit off yeah. this thing that's that's projected a, but yeah, yeah i'll projected. be very curious to see how much it makes because it is a james yeah. bond movie it's, it's gonna make money I mean, yeah. without a doubt this thing is gonna make money and i think also what they were talking about part of it as well was the fact that when we were younger china well not even younger not that long ago the chinese were not allowed to watch our films but mm -hmm. now they are and and the income of films is very squarely surrounded around the Chinese market. And if they can't see this movie, then you could lose, you know, a lot millions, billions, right. an ungodly amount of money. So in that respect as well, it makes sense. And that's also why now the influence of the Chinese market 
we've started seeing a whole lot more people from China that are Chinese actors start showing up in films. And it's for those markets. They're starting to bring in a lot of actually Chinese people starting to film in these locations so that it's more appealing for them to watch. You know, it's got things that are people or places that are familiar to them. So it's it's pretty interesting. But that that also, I think, plays a part in it. And I don't know all the locales in this movie, but who knows? There could be some stuff shot in China. And so that, that could also play a part in it you know, with this whole thing too. So yeah, it's, it's a wild thing, but just wanted to touch on it for a minute with, uh, with all that. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about or no, no good there. Sweet. Well, let's move on into what's new with you guys. What we've been watching, who wants to start? I know Matt normally rolls this thing off in the beginning. Yeah. I'll go ahead and start off. Go ahead, dude. So (laughs) season two of paradise PD, you can find it on Netflix. I don't know if any of you guys watch Paradise mm-hmm. PD. It's animated. Oh, yeah. It's an extreme adult it comedy. by the people that did Brickleberry. It is. Without... Um, without Tosh. Without Tosh. Which is yeah. fine. I mean... Yeah. He was fine. In- what was, happened was- to that dude? No idea. <laughs> he's but- still doing Tosh Boy now. Is he? Yeah. Wow. Holy cow. That's crazy. Now he's probably like I'm surprised TikToks. PC police have not destroyed his life. Now people still like that brand of comedy, though. Yeah, that's good. That's like uh, this show, Paradise PD. It is so much lowbrow. Really? And highbrow comedy. Cool. Like, they make fun of so much, so many things on there. Like, like one breath they're making fun of CNN, the next breath they're making fun of all the Republican parties. Good. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay, we're making fun fun of of everything That's how I like everything. Just make fun of everybody. And uh, interestingly enough, so the first season was all about trying to figure out, like, who's distributing this certain kind of drug okay and then it ended on a cliffhanger which is weird for a cartoon yeah and then the second season picked up from there and they're still like trying to figure it out and i was like oh, it's huh. actually very unusual for yeah, a cartoon for a... even though being an adult cartoon like yeah family guy doesn't do that or to have that trauma hasn't done that like a overarching story arc right so like i haven't finished the season yet but it is really good if you're yeah. into adult animation animation so sure, I would recommend that. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, I have not. And then the other thing I've recently watched was Freaks. Okay, on Netflix. I don't know if either of you guys have heard of or seen have, that one either. I've not watched it. I've seen. I have of heard it. of it. Yeah, it was okay. Okay, I honestly forgot about it until I was driving over <laughs> here and I was thinking about what I'd watched and I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, Freaks. So is this uh, so a show or a movie? It's a movie. Okay. It takes place in a... It's like a fantasy sci-fi kind of thing. So it takes place in a world where people have developed powers and abilities, but they're called freaks, and they're being rounded up and exterminated. Oh, wow. Yep. And so it mainly takes place... So like the X-Men. Correlates well. Kind <laughs> of like the X-Men, yeah. But uh, the story the, that they're telling takes place of a father and a daughter that live in like this... Well, it looks like a dilapidated house, and they've been living there for seven years. And you get the feeling that the dad's a freak, and he's trying to protect his daughter. Okay. And so that's basically what the whole story is about. They did some really cool things with some concepts, some superpower concepts. Yeah. That I don't want to really say too much because there are spoilers because you don't yeah. really know until like halfway through the movie like what's yeah, going on fully. Sure. But is there anybody in this thing that you might recognize? Yes, or? one of the main guys was super recognizable, uh, Emil Hirsch. Oh, dude, I love Emil. He's Hirsch. the main. He's the dad. I oh, love yeah. Emil Hirsch. He's oh, great. Yeah. I haven't seen. That's him what I was about to be like. Lately. You. That's. I didn't recognize him at first, and Zena was like, "That's Emil Hirsch," and I was like, 
Well, he's probably what? aged some because he was a younger actor. Well, and he also plays, he has like wild, longer hair and a yeah. beard because he's just kind of like disheveled looking because they've been living in this like, d- sure, this house for years. It's weird thinking about him being a dad because he's, he's not far from our age. Right. You're, You're a, a dad. Emil. You're I, a dad. <laughs> I know I'm a dad, but like, this is Emil Hirsch. He was, <clears throat> yeah, he was Emil Hirsch. He was Emil Hirsch. He, yep. was, he was Speed Racer. Remember that? Old oh, Jim? Yeah. By the yeah. Wachowskis? You talking about the moot, like the <laughs> yeah. live action? The live action thing? they made in the mid-2000s? Yeah. Yeah, the I have Wachowskis no idea who Emil Hirsch is, but... Yeah, and he was... Uh, oh, he did that really good movie about the guy that lives out on the bus that's out in the middle. Oh, of the Into the Wild? Into, into the, the Wild. Wild. Oh, that guy. Yep. That guy. Now I know. That's yep. a very sad movie. But... Yeah, and he was also in the... Sh- oh, man. Now I just want to look up all the awesome stuff that Emil Hirsch has been in. It's just been a long time since he's been in anything, I feel. I, and maybe he's been doing stuff kind of behind the Low-key. scenes, I'm guessing. And that's the thing is I wouldn't have heard of this. Oh, and, and it just has. crept up on my Netflix and Zeno was like, we're going to watch this. And I was like, oh, all right. I don't care. He's been doing a whole lot of stuff and I have seen almost none of it. So uh, remember, he also did The Girl Next Door, which I loved. When great, we wow, I have not movie. seen that since great high school. Movie it had an awesome school. soundtrack. I remember we probably watched it together, Chris, yeah, back in did. the day. I'm pretty sure we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I listened to that soundtrack all the time back in the day. So good. Yeah. Man, Emil Hirsch. I'm just going to start watching a bunch of Emil Hirsch. We'll, we'll start with this one. I'd be curious okay, to hear what freaks. you have to say about it because okay. it does have some cool superpower concepts. Oh, cool. How's the like special effects and that sort of They're thing? They're good. Are they? Yeah. Cool. Like It didn't take me out. There was nothing that took me out of the movie. That'd be yeah. like, wow, that was a special effect that shouldn't be there. Yeah. Oh, well, hey. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, I'll do that. Nice. Yeah. Cool. And who doesn't love like a twist on like a normal like superhero story? Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I love all that superhero nerdiness. So give it to me. Mm. So what you got, Chris? It's been another busy week. So, oh, yeah, yeah. but I have been—I've uh, been watching the newest season of Chef. Mm-hmm. So there's not much to say yeah. about it. So I was right a... when we talked the other day about there being a new season. There is another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought or so. new episodes. Yeah, yeah, new but, episodes. Yeah. I assume it's a new yeah. season. If you're not familiar with Chef, this is the John Favreau directed, produced. Yeah, everything. Everything show about cooking and it's yeah. just super chill yeah really really chill it's just background yeah it is episodes like i just put it on yeah to you put it on and, and you just yeah. hang out and you just cooking chill yeah and you eating. might put it on while you're cooking it will make you hungry it like, will, I, like sure. I said was that one i watched the other day just made me want korean barbecue really bad i'm yeah. gonna get some pretty soon here we need to go <laughs> one of these days yeah i'm, I'm trying ready. to get some korean barbecue up in my life i'll so. hit it up for you let's yeah. do it yeah so yeah no that's, that's pretty much it yeah definitely check out that on netflix highly recommend yeah it's good yeah. Anything that's, else you want to nah, say about that's it? That's pretty much it. Okay, cool. So I have three big things I want to talk about. Actually, four. I forgot to write down one of them. So I'll start with the one that I forgot to write down. So big thing everybody needs to know, if you have Hulu, and Hulu, if you want to sponsor us, you know, I'm about to give you guys a really big <laughs> shout out. So, but it, oh, it, yeah. I forgot something to talk about. I'll I'm, come I'll back. probably I'll talk wanna, about it. Okay, if you don't, I want to come sh- back. I'm to sure it. I will because I've seen everything that they just okay. put on there. So if you have Hulu, FX is now... So Disney owns the world, as we all know. Right. When Disney bought Fox, they also bought the majority share in Hulu. So Disney owns Hulu. As a result, they also got Fox and FX. So now, as a result, because of buying FX... They've decided that now when any show comes out on FX, it comes out the next day on Hulu, which is super cool because FX has got Always Sunny and a lot of other really cool shows. Well, this week they dropped three new shows all in one week, 
And all these shows have two episodes. And I can confirm, at least personally, all three of these shows are super dope. Like, really good shows. So, the first one I want to talk about is Dave, which is Lil Dicky's show. If you're not familiar with Lil Dicky, he's a rapper. And he's kind of a comedic... I guess you'd call him a comedic rapper. Probably the best way to classify him. Yeah. yeah. He, but he doesn't, you can't, which a lot of this show is about not putting Lil Dicky into a comedic rapper box. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's about his, it's, it's semi autobiographical about him becoming a rapper. And it is hilarious. It's a nice, like, 20 minute show. Super funny. It's him, it's Lil Dicky being Lil Dicky, but it, now he's, he's Dave. So, and he, even the opening scene in this show, which since we're on a PG episode, I definitely can't even talk about what's on the opening scene of this show, but we'll just, just think about his name and then you can infer from there as to what the opening scene is about. And it's, it's real funny, but this whole show so far is really funny. There's a really interesting cameo in the second episode. I don't want to give away, but it's like someone that they're actually talking crap about in the show. And then this person shows up on a show kind of playing a jerkish version of themselves. And so I'm really curious to see also, because Lil Dicky's just got a lot of friends in, you know, between actors and and musicians and whatnot. I'm curious who else is going to show up on this show, because it is 100% his show. And it's actually even being produced by Hart Productions, which is Kevin Hart's company. Yep. I saw something about that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's good. I'm curious if Kevin Hart's going to show up, too. Because it sounds like they're a bit of buddies from what I've heard. So, which is, I guess that they struck up a conversation. Because I didn't realize, and they don't get into it a ton in this, but I didn't realize that he really didn't set out to be a uh, a rapper. He actually was more wanting to be a comedian. But he was kind of like, well, how am I going to get noticed? How are people going to see me? And he's like, well, I guess I can kind of rap a little bit. Turns out he can rap a lot. The dude can rap his tail off. <laughs> but... It, yeah, so he just decided to be a rapper, and this is about it. And he, there's some really cool new songs in the show, and it's check it out. It's really good. I recommend it, especially if you're a little Dicky fan. Oh yeah. So from there, the two others that I saw on these Hulu FX shows, one was Breeders. What, did you watch that, Matt? That's the one I watched, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious what you thought. I, I related heavily I think to this show. I didn't relate to it, and it made okay. me not ever want to have kids. Oh, I, oh! This show <laughs> like, will make literally you not the first have episode was like I've made the right choice by not having kids, <laughs> and I don't want to have kids. So we're now I'm just like more confirmed. I'm like, yeah, yeah nope. Yeah, this show will kind of make you not want to have kids, but also if you have kids, it's kind of like that dark underbelly of parenthood that you can relate with, but you don't always talk about. That's what the show's about. Well, I almost feel like there's this weird era going on where people just trash talk their kids <laughs> yeah. all the time, and it's yeah. really weird because you're like, you you had kids, and now you're just here like trash talking them oh, yeah. because like we hear it at work and stuff where they'll be like going off about their kids. Oh yeah, there's like, and a you're whole... just like, this is a weird. Like I know like kids can be demonic and. <laughs> Their heads spinning things, but dang. And then yeah. this show is just this right brutal. up. It's it is brutal. brutal. I'm like, <sighs> yeah. But it's got Martin. Um, it, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman's in it. Yeah, Martin as the, Freeman. one of the main characters. Yeah, so, and uh, his wife is uh, Daisy Haggard. And, and, and this is a very British show. Which very, I, that's that's what I enjoy. I about figured it. that's probably so why you freaking it. British. Are you gonna keep watching it? You think? I'll give the third episode a go. Okay. I've only seen two. Me too. Because they released two episodes of all these shows, the mm -hmm. Hulu ones. But yeah, I I. I I really enjoyed it. If you're a parent and you enjoy dark parental comedy, for sure, 
this is some. This is yeah, right if your kid your has ever given you issues yeah. and you've wanted to scream at them, watch this because yeah. Martin Freeman screams at his kids a lot. A oh, lot. Yeah. No, he just cusses. Oh, his he kids cusses out. them out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, in the first scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's brutal, and and they have like a conversation about him just wanting to like what smother his kids or something with a like a or strangle them uh, or, or something like that. Dark. Yeah, it's dark. The first five minutes. That's how yeah. they set it up. But but it, the, the the joke of that pays off as well. It, it builds to a bigger joke, right? So yeah, it's it's I, I enjoyed it. It's I laughed throughout this thing, and some of it. It's like I said, it's those especially as parents. It's one of those things where you're like the stuff that you say behind closed doors, where you're just like, oh my god, these little, you know, <laughs> it's it's a lot of those for sure. But it's 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 funny and it's good stuff. I, I I dug it. I was curious if you. I actually didn't think this is the the Hulu show that you were gonna say you watched. Yeah, because I honestly I didn't know anything about it, so oh, I was really? just like, "Oh, I Readers, thought I told you that's about a it. weird FX title." Let's yeah, see what it's about. Yeah. And I didn't even know Martin Freeman was in it. And he's so great. I love him. I man. love him too. He's great. He, he he alone is worth watching this show almost because yep. he is doing something really different in this too. Yeah, this is not your typical. That is Martin not Freeman. a typical Martin Freeman. No, this is an like this is a angry dad just wiling out. Martin Freeman. It's like his character as Watson gets to let loose and not yeah. be composed. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, it's it's which and like I said, this is a very British show. There were times when I had to be like, wait, what did they just say? Because they're using English, British slang and and speaking quickly. And sometimes it is you got to really like you got to listen. Oh yeah. But I dug it. It's it's good stuff. So the one I thought you actually watched, this show blew my mind in half, and it is so good. You both need to watch it right now. David, you need to watch Breeders. But <laughs> but you both need to watch Devs. Dude, this show is the expletive on a PG-rated episode. <laughs> so this show, Devs, is created, so written, created, directed by Alex Gar- Garland. If you don't know who Alex Garland is, Matt, you're about to get excited. It's the creator and director of Ex Machina and Annihilation. Okay. I never saw Annihilation. Uh, Ex Machina was really good. Yeah. Ex Machina was good. Yeah. So, highly recommend the show. You guys really need to watch it. I want to hear what y'all What's think What's it about? about? Can you okay. give a highbrow? I, I can give you a minimal explanation of this show because I feel like it's much better to come in knowing very little about it. So this show, first off, it feels like a film. This, which, and I think it's a, I think it's a mini series or a limited series event or whatever they're calling them these days. So it also stars Nick Offerman, which is yeah. he is known Ron. for as being Ron Watson. from Parks Parks and Rec. He's fantastic, and it stars Allison Pill, who you probably know from Scott Pilgrim. She was Kim in Scott Pilgrim, and she's been in a lot of stuff over the years. But, and, and there's another lead actress. Her name is uh, Sonia Mizuno. She's doing good work in here too, and, and another actor as well, but it, that I haven't seen before. But, dude, this show is so good. It's basically, it follows a big tech company in the near future. It, think a company like your Google or your Apple, one big mega tech company, and, and then it, it follows... What we've talked about in the past, not on this podcast, but, you know, the conspiratorial level things that you know, that we all know that a lot, and even let's talk about like a, a Tesla, Tesla, 
their company, like the stuff that these companies are doing behind closed doors that they're not telling anyone about. Yeah, the things we all joke about. Yes, the things we joke like, about, but we know are real. It's, it's real, it's real, it's real. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's about these, like, what is going on behind closed doors. And devs is a special department within this company. They just call them devs, like for developers. And they're doing something. No one in the company knows what. And it gets into some very theoretical, experimental sketchy science we'll just put it that way and this show has atmosphere and suspense and mood and tone this thing is hmm. just dripping with it i mean seriously if you think <laughs> about ex machina like it is i'm t- the first episode is brilliant it is so good i i, I watched the second episode or i didn't finish it till like 1 30 in the morning i just couldn't quit watching i was just like i gotta know what happens in episode two i'm super excited for this week i want everybody to watch this thing i can't say too much but it is super suspenseful it's it's one of the best things i've seen in a while it's very okay good. matt i know you'll like this well actually chris you too like i think you both will but i, I remember yeah, i'll you, check it out yeah i think you we've all talked about ex machina so if you if you're into ex machina this show will definitely do something for you it's 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 good stuff so cool. check that out. Both of those are, are, well, all three of those shows are on Hulu right now. So if you have Hulu, you can definitely check them out. So one more thing I want to mention pretty quickly is a show that is on AMC right now. It also premiered too. So many things came out this week. I watched a show called Dispatches from Elsewhere. It's on AMC. I think that you guys would really dig this as well. It stars Jason Siegel who I think did I might have talked about this. I think we did. I think we did. So it stars Jason Siegel. If you're not familiar with him, he was in God. Nah, I need you guys. How I met your mother, right? He wasn't how I met your mother, which I never liked that show very much, but he was in forgetting Sarah Marshall yeah. and the Muppets and quite a few other things. I mean, he's been around a while. Yeah. No more for his comedy than doing comedy type movies, I guess. Right. Movies, mm-hmm. but it's got him. It, it has, Andre Benjamin, aka Andre three thousand, what up in this show? No. Okay, yeah. yeah, okay, he's great. He's playing this super intellectual, really smart guy. It's got Sally Field in it, hmm. and it's got Richard Grant in it, the British actor who you've definitely seen in Say things. Richard Grant, mm-hmm. Richard E. Grant, not Hugh Grant. No, you'd, you'd recognize this guy though for sure. So this show is really weird. It's very strange. The only way I can think to describe it is like Netflix Maniac mixed with almost like Lost or something. This is a strange show. It's got and some sort of almost like this weird retro vibe to it. Hmm. But the show is just about human connection. It's about making the most of your life about being happy, about finding the joy, about becoming your best self. But it's done in a really interesting way in which this this group, it's all of these people are feeling like their lives are kind of missing the mark, basically. And they all get a weird, they get contacted by some weird group or company. And they all get sent on this really weird puzzle throughout the world basically or throughout their environment which i think is philadelphia Hmm. and so they're sent on this weird puzzle and they all get paired up as a group 
And there are tons of, like, probably 100 people or more that are getting roped into... Well, crap. That was a little bit of a spoiler. Sorry, people. Like, <laughs> ropes. The, I know. Ropes are down. involved. No, not, not ropes. Oh, but my sure. God. No, ropes. ropes everywhere. Actually, it's that's... the rope demons. That's what's funny about this show is with the puzzles. It's DDSM. like, you'll be listening and you'll you'll hear <laughs> you'll hear them mention something and you're like, oh, that was a, that was a clue. And you're kind of finding out the puzzles with them and solving things. Ropes. You're, you're solving things with them. It, it's really cool. It's, it's mm. really strange. And, well, like... Some of them think that it's just a fun game. Some of them think that it's an actual conspiracy. They all have different opinions on what they're even taking part in, or if it's good or bad, or if they should even be participating in it. It's wild. It's a weird thing. Huh. I like it. And I think that this is going to be a mini-series, too, or some kind of limited series event. Hmm. You so, think so? I think AMC normally... They normally do series, but it also does star... It does star Jason Segel, who is moved into more of a movie... Yeah, but he status, also did but... 11 seasons of How I Met Your Mother. That so. is true. Which, that was kind of before he blew up. But, yeah, I, I don't know. It's This thing's cool. It's interesting. I like it. It's It's got it's got a really interesting tone and atmosphere to it. It's And it's, the cast is pretty diverse. Yeah, so it is. So that's pretty nice. Yeah, it's, it's got it's a... nice thing to see. Yeah, it does. It's, it's a really interesting cast, and I'd be interested to see what anybody else would think about it. it it's fun. It's And I like that it's got this positive tone, that it's just about... Being Posit- happy. Positivity for now. Yeah. If you're making a bunch of people do puzzles <laughs> and it's AMC, <laughs> it's going to end in zombies. Yeah. You've seen yeah. too many <laughs> horror yeah. movies. Yeah, Matt's like, this is going to become a Saw movie. I can feel it. This <laughs> oh, is actually a Saw movie. Oh, yeah. Movie. Actually, what's happening is yeah. Jake Saw has established this whole thing yeah. to like, really torture everybody. Oh, my goodness. Run. That would make me so mad. That would be hilarious. I would instantly hate this show. I would instantly hate it. Yeah, so that's I've seen a lot of stuff, but I want to talk about all of them because I, I surprisingly enough, I really enjoyed all of them, not just a little bit. Like I'm going to keep watching all these things, and they're all very well made, very well done, high caliber stuff. And luckily, three of those were on FX. So yeah, check all that stuff out. So that's Devs, Dispatches from Elsewhere, Dave, and Breeders. Okay, so sweet. All right, well, uh, since we've gotten through all of that. Let's move on into our tomato scores and predictions for mm. Pixar's Onward. Yeah. So, where are we at, boys? Who wants to start? Matthew. Alrighty. I think the critics are going to give it a 85%. Okay. Okay. And I think the audience, 95 Dude, that's pretty solid. That's I sad. think so. You basically like stole mine. I mean, you can say the same thing. And I just mean, say... back on him. Just be cheating. Yeah, and... yeah. That's the best say... thing about going first. No. Is uh, what say you need to ditto. do is just go one number over or above on each of the things. He's at that eighty-five way. and ninety-five. Eighty-three. You, I thought you said eighty-five. What do you say, dude? He said there eighty-five, 85 and, 95. and ninety-five. Because I'm eighty-six and ninety-four. Okay, so <laughs> I. Why should we be way off? I'm gonna go. <laughs> 93 Ooh. and for what sorry sorry not for critics so that, critics first for, i'll do critics first okay so for <sighs> critics i'm gonna say an 88 an Still 88 higher. yeah okay. an 88 for critics and for people i'm gonna say a 90 critics aren't people yeah no they're not especially us <laughs> Green we are machines yes yeah, I guess I'll say 93. I almost kind of want to go higher than that, but you said 95. 96 is really Give high. Give it 100, dude. Yeah, man. Uh, I can. I don't know that I've ever seen 100 on Rotten Tomatoes. For Maybe audience? Once. Dude, I think I saw, what was it, um, Little Women. Whenever you turned around the screen one time, Little Women, Little Women was like 
98. Really? I'm pretty sure. He was I've like, seen some pretty high ones, but I don't. David Dave Chappelle's special was 99. For what? From, like from audiences? that's all audiences. Audience critics stuff. did not like that thing. No, it was like Crit- critics gave it like a twenty. But I am part of the audience, and I will also give that a ninety something because I liked that stand up. I did not like I that one. I know you like did either. I did. I it's love okay. Dave Chappelle. But you guys don't like. Funny. I don't like Dave Chappelle. I don't think oh, he's really? funny. Oh, really? I've never thought he was funny. Oh my god, really? the Chappelle show is literally one of the most. The only funny thing that was funny about it was that other people would quote it. Oh, it was very cool, and that made it funny. Oh, I but loved it. it wasn't funny. Anyways, yeah. Okay, so you said eighty-eight. I didn't give a. Oh, I didn't give a. Okay, we'll we'll go with for audience. We'll go with ninety three. So eighty eight and ninety three was that what? It was? Yes, eighty eight and ninety three. So eighty five, eighty six, eighty eight. Some the lowest and, and the highest. Ninety five. Yeah. Did I say ninety four? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is really funny. I just got a text. <laughs> I just got a text from one of our buddies, Kyle. And his text says "Holy Devs," <laughs> so oh, I'm guessing he just watched Devs, which I've been I've been telling him for like five or six days. Or whenever Devs came out, I started messaging him, telling him to watch it, which I, I figured Matt was already watching it. But yeah, it's no. The really description funny. that they put on FX didn't sound intriguing, really. So I didn't even huh. bat an eye at it, really. Yeah. No, watch it. Hmm. But yeah. So, anyways, yeah. On that note, I guess we can keep chugging along and say who should and shouldn't see this movie. Mm-hmm. And this is, I think this will be a pretty easy one to say. It's more of just like, yeah, you should just, just watch just watch it. it. If you like Pixar, <laughs> like, if like, you like Pixar, right. And like, it's like, if you like Pixar or Disney movies, go and watch it. Yeah. I mean, if you don't yeah. like kid movies, don't watch it. Yeah. Well, I mean, even outside of it's, that, yeah, it's, it's not even, even, this is actually. If you don't like animated film, don't watch it. Animated. Yeah. Cause I would even say, as far as like quote unquote kids, movie, I'd say that this one, not that it was like an adult movie, but I, out of the Pixar movies, I think that this one almost favored an older audience better than some of the previous ones. It still served the kids just fine because we took both my kids and they both adored it. But it, I think this one was pretty favorable for all audiences it didn't really home which sure. pixar is pretty giving Obviously. when it right. for all well, that's audiences. that's why it's so hard it's just you know if you want to go yeah. see a pixar movie go see this movie yeah, yeah. they did not disappoint no which i because we were talking about the other day i think pixar has legit had like one known bad movie which none of us have even seen which was the good we dinosaur all forgot about it yeah we had all even forgotten that it existed I, st- I wanted to watch it whenever i saw yeah. the commercials I just never it did. did not that's the only pixar movie that i know of that has not done well yeah it, but yeah i would definitely say if you're into what pixar does check this movie out and as far as who shouldn't if just you, if you it, don't like animated yeah. and i you don't like movies. happiness if you, and feelings yeah. and a good time don't watch yeah it. <laughs> yeah exactly if you're just a sad slubby person then just don't watch it but and i'd say if i mean if you're super adverse to really nerdy stuff yeah oh yeah. this movie is oh, nerdy that's actually a good point if you don't like fantasy things yeah like fantasy like right. lord if, of the rings game of thrones if you like it to be realistic even when you're watching something animated yeah don't watch this but at that point, you're not watching animated You're things. not watching an animated movie. I mean, yeah, you're not necessarily getting into that for a strict realism most of the time. Sure. So, yeah, I think that that's a pretty good way to look at it. So, after that, uh, I think we're good. That pretty much breaks it down. So, let's get into our individual thoughts and opinions and reviews here. Starting now. So, this is your spoiler warning. Spoilers all the way down <laughs> from here. So let's do this. 
what did you boys think, or who do y'all want to start? Matthew, go ahead. Who are we most interested in knowing what they think about <laughs> I'll start. this movie? Yeah, I love the movie. Yeah. I adored it from like the. I mean, I adore the concept. I of love course. like fantasy mixed with real life, where mm-hmm. they take something that's fantastical and then they are like, oh, but here's the real mundane life of it all, and they pair them together. I love that that genre. I don't know what the genre is, but they do it yeah. every once in a while. Not and a I'm lot just, of things have done it though. Not it's too many. Pretty, it does feel fresh. Right. There's only a good. couple movies, there's a couple games that have done it. Not it's not done too often. Almost like Bright that yeah, Netflix Bright, did, but that yeah. was a very dark version of this type of, of thing. Right. But that's what I like about it is that when they do those things. And this was just such a feel good oh, coming of age story. Oh. Yeah. So so Matt liked it, Chris. <laughs> Love it as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a real good and uh, yeah, I absolutely adore this yeah. movie. I can I think I can say that this personally is my all time favorite Pixar movie. Oh, wow. I agree actually. All time favorite. I Pixar agree. Movie. I think this yeah. blows the rest of them. I, I do too. But that's oh, due to my love man. of fantasy mixed Agreed. with real life. Mm. Agreed. Just for subject matter for me, it is my favorite. Mm. And I feel that this one was the most I mean, when we were kid pick we are the exact age. We are the Pixar kid age. As far yeah. as people who have grown up with Pixar inundated in our lives from a young age, right in your thirties, maybe late, maybe maybe late twenties, early thirties, our age bracket was ones that have grown up as kids and through the lives with Pixar. As far as Toy Story and those movies starting out, yeah. would you uh, say yeah, we've grown up it, with Pixar? Right, I agree wholeheartedly. Like, yeah. I'm just thinking like childhood, like pre-teen childhood. Yeah. There wasn't yeah. really much Pixar, but I mean like around 2000, obviously. Yeah. We could look up when it. Toy Story but yeah, came out. I agree. Yeah. It's, we've had Pixar as a part of our lives for most of it. Right. I would say. And this one for me definitely was my favorite. I God, I loved this thing. Now this was, this was definitely a movie aimed, I think towards guys. Yeah. Which I is not that. a bad thing, because, yeah. I mean... And brothers, but, people with brothers. Yep. I don't have a brother, but... But say I have older brothers brother. and you things are. like that. So, like, for me, I was just like... <gasps> yeah. The whole time, the feels, I was like, man. man. Yeah, for I sure. Ha- I, this is the first time that I have cried in a film in a while. Really? Yes. I don't cry a lot in movies. Dude, I, all, I, I like almost you. cried. I like, cry I'm all kidding. the time. <laughs> I just bottle. I know. I just shove these emotions yeah. deep, deep down, and then they only come out in animated movies. I'll like cry once every for 12 you, years. brother. It's cool. Thanks. Yeah, that's what it is. You're just getting all yeah. the tears out for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You I definitely like cried at least twice. Really? in this movie, I think. I think yeah. I did as well. Okay, we said spoilers, so yeah. I literally started tearing up whenever he was. <laughs> Getting rid of his van, like sending the van into oh, the wall. Did you? I was like, uh, the van, Guinevere, Guinevere, dude. I kind of did too a little. I didn't cry, but like it was a. No, I was, was feeling it. I was up. feeling it deep. Okay. Yeah, he sacrificed his loved yeah. vehicle. It, yeah, yeah, that van was amazing, and where the name of the movie comes from as well. Guinevere? Onward. Oh, oh onward. onward. Because it was yeah. not yeah. drive, but onward. Because he took away the drive symbol, and it is now an O for onward. <laughs> right, which I <laughs> because, love. Because, of course. Yeah. There was just so many fun details. Yeah. Like, the fact that the lights on Guinevere were, um... Like, diamond gems. Gems. Yeah. They which were gems. Which is coming from games and all that. Like, yeah. 
That was just fantastic. Yeah. This and then was, they apply that later on. The fantasy tropes and things that were shoved into this movie were just wall to wall. And the ridiculous things, like the unicorns yeah. are like <laughs> rabid, rabid oh God, raccoons really? or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, my God. Yeah. I loved it. The unicorns are their trash pandas. <laughs> like, yeah. like rabid trash pandas. Yeah. It. Oh, my God. It, it just... This thing out of the gate started out and just was wide open from the beginning and just stayed so busy and just kept so much going on and so much life. It, it was just so fun. It was the most, I mean, I, well, I had a real blast in Harley Quinn, but like this was just fun. And yeah. the thing is, is it's great because your kids can still see it with right. you. You know, younger people can watch this thing. It was because they were going on a quest. Like the whole yeah. thing was a quest. And what's an better adventure. than a quest? Right. Like, of course, it's going to be packed full of good times nonstop. Just yeah. fun. And, and even better so, since it's a fantasy thing, you can call it a quest. You can literally say, we're going on a quest. Right. <laughs> right. And anything can happen. And yeah, they did all this. My, I, just from the jump, jump, just from the jump, like you were talking about, yeah. like, they did such a good job of like building character. Yeah. So you like felt certain ways up front about these characters. Yeah. And I feel like they didn't disappoint. And it was all about these character growth mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. And then it, like when it came to the end and he was like, oh, my brother really helped raise me. And I don't need to see my dad. But my dad, my brother really needs to that's, see. That's when I cried. Our dad, that's I when like, I, oh, I, I just, the waterworks poured. I, I could not. When, they, when I found out that that's what this. Because the thing is, is the concept of the movie is actually the loss of a parent. Is not having your father. And, and even that, I mean, just about, I mean, everybody's got a dad. Pretty much so, or I mean, maybe one not a present time, one. At one point in time, it right. takes takes two to tango. You know what I'm saying? So, but I mean, yeah. And the fact though that it's he's just legs <laughs> that they bring him back and he's right. just legs is just so funny and so good. Right. But then they also are can right there turn around and almost make you cry because Chris Pratt's character, his memory of his dad was talking to him by patting on his shoes. And the first thing they do to let their dad know that it's him is to play a little song on his shoes because he can't doesn't have a head. He can't hear. They can't talk to him. And so he pats on his shoes and just like, oh, man, that's so good. I had no idea that was Chris Pratt. You didn't? None. Yeah. Really? Do you know who the other brother is? No. Dude, it's Tom Holland. Oh. They're genius. They're, <laughs> dude, these two, that's what I was going to say. These two are brilliant. They were so good in this movie. And I think you can feel that these guys in real life are like bros, like they're brothers. Like they, these two dudes love each other. Are they? Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, they're both Marvel. That Marvel crew is tight, man. All those Marvel people—they were in the Avenger movies together, so yeah. they must know each other. Yeah, it's. I, I just thought I, I thought that they were a perfect. That was a match made in heaven. That that pairing. It was, and then the mom also I felt was on point. I don't oh, know who she was. It's, her. That's uh, Julia Dreyfus, Julia uh, oh. Lewis Dreyfus. Yeah, yeah, Seinfeld, and yeah. also she did Veeps. Sure, yeah. Veep, oh, okay, yeah. yeah okay. She did Veep. She was excellent, and you care yeah. about her instantly, right? Yeah. Just right out of it, you just love her and what she's doing. Can I just say, out of we've, I feel like we've seen a lot of things that have terrible moms in it yeah like recently like this is what we've watched yeah this is just like it's refreshing it is very refreshing actually i'll say even just good parents it's just nice to have because which in me and i'm sure david can relate to this to a degree kids shows and movies quite often either there are no parents there's just like kids shows just don't 
for some reason the kids don't ever have parents in kids shows mm-hmm. or which granted this does follow the trope of Disney movies, which is a dead parent because in Disney movies, there's just always a dead parent. Sure. Right. But the that heartstrings that aside, both like their memories of their dad were just so like the little bits that they had were just so good and pure. And it seemed like the fact that their dad went out of their way to, in a world where magic doesn't exist to find them, to leave them a quest. Yeah. To leave right. them a quest for when they both become of age. Like, that's so special. That's awesome. I want to leave my kids a quest. I just don't want to die that early. But, you know, I mean, if I am going to, I'm no. going to leave a quest. No, no. You're not a true millennial. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm not. I do not accept that title. Do not oh, accept well, it. Oh, well, you're a part of it. <laughs> yeah, they, they were just great, man, those guys. They're just so yeah. good. I just, it was so well done. Yeah, and, and this was also a very much not typecasted Chris Pratt finally. This was a Parks and Rec Chris Pratt. Uh, it yeah. was. It was definitely like when he started acting Chris Pratt. Yes, because he played a schlubby older brother. And the fact that he was all into like D&D basically and was just a huge nerd. He was a huge nerd. I, that was another great... It was like, oh, it's D&D. But then yeah. they kept being like, no, this is historical because this is a fantasy <laughs> right. world. D&D yeah. is historical. This is yeah. a fantasy world. Yeah, they kept calling him the history buff. They're like, the history buff's <laughs> back again attacking our, our stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's brilliant it's so smart there was so much intelligence in this movie it just felt so smart and clever i guess is it's so clever just the jokes the and we also i mean the three of us especially probably more than most people we you'll know we're pretty mega nerds as far as it comes Mm -hmm. to fantasy stuff we literally spent how long did we spend yesterday playing a fantasy related board game I'm so preppy. Yeah, you I are. Mean, preppy? Jock. Is that a thing that jock. people say anymore? Is that even a thing? I, I'm sports. I'm yeah. sports <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> Chris does the sports ball. I do the sports You can ball. tell by looking at him. He's just, he's he's at <laughs> least. So well built. He's, yeah, I mean, he's a massive man. <laughs> he's, he's, he's so close to, he's breaching like 300 pounds. It's just all muscle. muscle. Yeah. There's so you many. see the rock? Yeah. That's Chris. No. I was just curious if you've seen oh, the rock. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. That's nothing to do with yeah, for sure. No, no. Okay. Chris is like the anti rock. He would he would be called like the pebble. <laughs> Chris is the pebble. <laughs> yeah. He's not but a boy anymore. He's he's the pebble. It's true. Sorry, Chris, I love you. Oh no. I'm I'm all about it. It's okay. I'm a pebble. <laughs> I'm like yeah. one of those pebbles that the penguins get. Yeah. The pebble and the penguin? Oh, no. It's a compliment. Okay. I can turn anything into a compliment. Yeah, we all know what you're talking about. You just belong up a penguin's butt, is what you're saying. PG. PG. Yeah, that is PG. I mean, that's documentaries. We've all seen that. <laughs> Where'd they put the pebbles? <laughs> they sit on them, right? They sit on those pebbles? Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll help you out this time, Blair. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, just leave me hanging as usual. I can throw you up because you I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're so, your butt hurt. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. Not at all. Since Chris threw me under the bus last week, that's I all I'm going to say. There was no bus. <laughs> You're welcome. No. So, yeah. Anything. So, this thing, I, I really liked how... God, just start to finish, really. Like, I was trying to think about when I got out. I was like, what did I not like about this So, movie? I do have one thing really? I didn't like, and that is the boyfriend of the mom. Oh, I loved him. I did not like him. Oh. I understand his importance, and I liked certain aspects, but I did not like him. I was going to brag about I didn't about like his character. Really? Yep. Oh, I loved nope. him. I thought it was Same great. Same as I really? didn't like him. You didn't like him either? Yeah, I mean, that would be the... 
Yeah. The if one, you were to have a complaint. Yeah, if I was going to have, like, obviously, it's really? not worth complaining for me, but I definitely would not compliment him. Oh, I liked him. I thought he was great. I thought he did a good job. I, they they made a lot of good, like, horseman jokes. No, they made a lot of good jokes at his expense, sure. Mm. But it was yeah. just, like, his character I didn't like. Yeah. And he kept trying to, like, force his way into, like, being helpful to I guess he was kind of the a mom. Jerk. And then he was like, no, you guys need to stop what you're doing. Even though the mom was like, oh, they're on, they're doing something. And he was like, no, you have to come back because you're hurting your mom. I think part of it's this. Well, I, they did need some external conflict to push them along their quest. Sure. Which, that's the whole purpose of that's behind his, him. That's his role. Right. That's and I feel like, saying. obviously, I am not a step-parent, but yeah. possibly it could... There could be a feeling with step parents that are watching this that they could relate to that situation sure. of where they're from the outside that. and they maybe yeah. feel like an outsider. So they're trying to participate and trying to do the right thing. Right? When maybe it's you know yeah. where like if they feel on the outside. Feeling, it's... Yeah, like they're and, they're and an that's outsider, what I appreciate. So. And that's the thing with Pixar. Is that's like the thing with the dead dad and yeah, they always try to breach a subject that isn't common. Yeah, in film, especially yeah. for kids. Like this yeah. is good for kids to know that oh, like. You know, this is a, a, a that's a good point. Unusual actually. family situation yeah. where it's a single mom raising two kids, or they're, yeah. they're not, has raised two kids, and then there's a boyfriend in the situation. You don't see that in any other Pixar that I can think of, anyways. Like that's a new yeah. twist for the kids. You, right. you know, it's good for kids. Is, and I mean, there might be kids watching that do have that step parent. And, exactly, and they can kind of be like, you yeah. can relate. We, we've we're, we're, we're along with yeah, this for sure because I'm sure that yeah, that'll definitely be the case. And it's like, oh, you know, that overbearing step parent that kind of sucks. Like maybe they're not that bad. They're just trying to help. Right. But or maybe they they have the best intentions, but they're just doing it wrong. They're expressing themselves wrong or, you know, a number of things. And that's kind of what happened in this one yeah. where he was just like, no, you guys need to stop your quest and come home because your mom's mom. freaking out. Yeah. Even though the mom was going along and trying to help yeah. and end up being critical in the end game. Yeah. And she didn't know. And actually that was part of the thing is that he does reach a point where he knows what's going on, but he, he doesn't know when he was chasing them. He didn't know that she was helping them. I don't think he realized until they actually went to get the sword mm-hmm. that around that point is when he found out, like, oh, I actually don't need to be trying to stop them anymore. Maybe I need to be helping them. Yeah. Don't, wouldn't you say that maybe that was around when he found out? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I felt like it wasn't. Like, the one big time when he was like, no, you guys need to come back now. I well, that was the bridge. The bridge. Right. When there, which was, that scene was so good, too, when he was crossing the bridge and he loses his rope yeah. and he's you know dancing his way across and find well i say bridge so crossing the air right crossing his own bridge his faith bridge exactly which that reminds me dude the action scene at the end of this movie when he uses his powers for just a couple minutes oh yeah was so awesome i was just like wanted to that throw was, my hands up in the air and be like whoa it was a great like coming to fruition yeah moment all the of, things like all the little training they did throughout the movie like yeah, here it, it comes is. Comes to fruition, like I said. Yeah. yeah, I was caught off guard at the very end, though. When this is a good thing. Oh, but with the whole like, it was the brother yeah. that needed to see the dad. Yeah, and that's when I was like, oh, dude, hit yeah. me. Yeah, like, it was just I was like, like, oh, yeah. even now, like I'm like sacrificed. Right. Yeah, I know that gives me like, I, that literally just gave me goosebumps thinking about it too. Like, because really he had a notebook where he had written down all the things he wanted to do with his father yeah. and the limited amount of time he got to see him, and he was like crossing them out because they were kept losing time kept losing time yeah and he was finally just sitting there at the very end when he knew he wasn't get to get to, going to get to see his dad at all 
uh, he realized that he had done all of those things with his brother, and his yeah. brother had been there the whole time. And it's just, just guiding him through his life. It's a gut punch. It really and the is. Best just way. thinking about it makes me want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> I just like I'm just like oh yeah. It's just like we're right, gonna have a cry session yeah, afterwards. I know. I know. I just need to have a good cry about this now. <laughs> but, yeah. It 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 is just so well done. Yeah. Man, mm-hmm. it's so. It was very well done. It was, and just like getting to. He's watching through that hole of the rubble. He's trapped in the rubble, and he's just watching through that hole, getting to see his brother, see his dad, for just a second. Just long enough to ask him a dumb question. <laughs> the fact that he, oh, gets, I love he that. gets like one minute to see his dad, and what he chooses to do is to ask him what his wizard name would be if he was a wizard. <laughs> yeah. Like that's That's just so clever. It's great that they they let that brother, the older brother, yeah, stick true to who he was. Like yeah. he didn't have some like revelation and change. Yeah, he, like he yeah. was just he followed through with what literally what he said he was going to ask his dad. That's right. Like, yeah, and he's just stuck with it. Like he was very true to himself. Yeah, he felt like a very genuine character. He did. He didn't need to have some like giant revelation. Yeah, he didn't need to learn a lesson. He was being a great person. Yeah, it's, and himself. And which, you don't which, have to be the society's idea of perfection. And that's the, something important because I don't think very many other movies will be like, hey, because that's the whole thing. The whole time they're like, you're a failure. There's several times where yeah, they're like, you're brother. a failure. Like, you're not what this potential we think you should be. Yeah. But in the very end, it was like, it's okay to be yourself. And that's yeah. important for kids to understand. Exactly. Because we don't all want to be cookie cutters. We need originality yeah. in the world. Yeah. And, and maybe just, be, yeah, just because you're not the ideal embodiment of perfection how dare you i mean we, I we all know you are not all of I us mean, can be you Chris. we can't all be the rock pebble the pebble, the, the pebble. We all can't be that yeah it's cool just smooth and pebbles are smooth tiny tiny and another <laughs> keep going come on i'm liking it yeah, yeah. i like it where this is going come on another thing to go along that vein of idea though was also the whole mad the concept that magic is gone from the world yeah and that he's trying to relearn magic because nobody does magic and all these other like creatures had forgotten things about themselves Mm -hmm. and so it was they'd all become cookie cutter in their own concepts even the fairies that were riding motorcycles which was fantastic yeah they forgot they could fly yeah but they can fly so that is like a fantastic concept in itself yeah yeah, that yeah. that was also super cool. Do you think that that was a uh, like a little jab at society being reliant on technology and being stuck to screens? Huh. And, oh, for sure. Like yeah, at least a part of losing it. the magic of life. That and yeah, that we're exactly. all put in boxes. Yeah. Like, even the bikers, they were put in a box. Like your bikers, yeah. you have to be like this you versus be tough. And, you yeah. could be flying around and being cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, that was a really really cool way to do that i and they they did it it's just and it wasn't a heavy-handed thing it was very no. subtle just kind of like oh everybody no, really lost had to, their magic i really had to read into it kind of afterwards and be like right. what were some of the messages because that's what i was going to talk about because there was very few negative things to say about it yeah so i was like well we need to talk about something so sure, i'm going to talk sure. about the the stories and like the the positives in it yeah yeah, yeah this that... is i feel like this is a the polar opposite very reminiscent of last week like yeah last week we had nothing but negative things to say yeah. we all agreed on <laughs> yeah, yeah. this week we have nothing but nothing. positive things to say. i, I know after after i walked out i was like there is no way that this movie it, this movie is only going to be a certain level of interesting because we are all just going to have a lot of really it's good just, things like, just, to say about just this watch thing. it like, yeah just well, everybody will i think if a critic doesn't it. like it they're savage yeah man like you're a savage critic if you, you are didn't like this like honestly 
obviously we, some people didn't we, some critics didn't well i don't know we, oh, we don't wait, know yeah, oh, yeah we, right. we, but we all, somebody might have cheated yeah. i was we, going based off uh, me being right as always yeah. so. well that's the thing is we all did guess in the 80s so we are assuming that there is a level of yeah. criticism on this yeah Oof, now i feel like i should have gone to the 90s <laughs> talking myself into the 90s for the critics too part late. of me too wants late. to i just too late i I, it just can be so tough to get them into the '90s. So I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. I'm... Wasn't Sonic in the '90s? I didn't no, no. By no. critics, it was like '60s. No. Oh wait. Mm-hmm. Oh it, no, it was it the actually... Invisible Man. Yeah, the because crit- yeah, we don't need to because talk some about unknown that. reason. Yeah, because people yeah. are insane is why. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm sure that I'd be willing to bet that Invisible Man will have a higher Rotten Tomato score than this movie does. That's sad. Ooh. Yeah, I would, I would literally watch this movie. I would watch this movie over and over. over like, and yeah, and, and and I mean that's the thing to say too is I kind of mentioned it earlier. Is both my kids went and they both love this thing. They liked it a lot. And and Clark, who's not even four yet, did pretty darn good. Aside from like having to take a dump like three quarters of the way <laughs> through the movie twice. <laughs> yeah, but uh, other than that, yeah, he. He did really good, and they both really liked it a lot. They wanted like today when we got in the car, Clark was like, "I would like onward at my house now, please." <laughs> yes, yeah. like I want it in my house too. So hopefully Disney Plus pops that thing up on there pretty quick. Probably a couple yeah. months. Yeah. yeah, let it have a good run. Exactly, I would hope so. This is, I mean, this I, I would watch this one a lot, probably more than any Pixar movie. The only one, actually, only Pixar movie that gave me the feels as much as this one is Up, dude. Yep. The first ten minutes of Up, I know, just literally ripped my heart out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and that one I can I can kind of compare with this one as far as just really the feels, getting the feels from it. Yeah, as far as what what Pixar has been doing, man. I cry in most every Pixar movie, but really, there's been yeah. a, a oh, few. The last Toy Story movie didn't do it for me. I man. actually haven't seen the past two stories. Really? Well, yeah, they're on they Disney should Plus. have stopped a long time ago. I thought it's really, I, I thought three was pretty good. One Three's is great. Where they should have stopped. Was, there's was five good. now. No, there's four. Oh, I think. Oh, so I've seen them all then. Yeah, the the most recent one just. It didn't do a whole lot for me, which I know multiple people that said that. But the critics really liked that one. But it it there was a lot more messaging that they were trying to get across with that one. It got a little bit more political and... Is there a teddy bear in it? That's three, oh. I think. Oh, then I didn't see four then. Oh. I yeah. saw three. Oh, wait. Four's got the spoon. Four right? does have or Keanu, who's great. And Sporky. Sporky's great. Keanu's great. There's some cool stuff that they do in it. but oh, yeah. it, And it's fine. It just... Yeah. I don't know. It was okay. It, it, it was not okay. terrible. Those but. are your biggest complaints, though, for Pixar is those two? Uh, well, I guess just that or one, just, really. Okay. It, yeah, that's really the only Pixar movie. Well, I really I don't like the Cars movies. They're yeah, fine. I, I don't even well, really like that's them at my, all. My much, thing is really. I haven't seen a lot of Pixar. Really? Looking back, and I mean, I've seen a couple here and there. Like I've seen yeah. Cars. I've seen Up. I saw the first car. I haven't yeah. seen any of the, the sequels. Yeah, there's been several. There was well, like, there's spinoffs and yeah. there's shows. Well, I, I think actually the spinoffs Mater were done. goes to jail yeah. or whatever. I don't think Pixar did all that stuff. I think that that one was done by outside. Because there was Planes as well, which had Dane Cook playing an airplane. Dane Cook. Well, yeah. that just means right, Disney P, picked it up, then. Dude, he's back. He's coming back, man. No, no, no. How? He's working his way back. No. He's dating like an, an, an 18 or 19-year-old girl. No, 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 <laughs> it's, no, he's no, um, no. old Dane Cook. Uh, oh, Danny Dane. Mm. I'm just yeah. denying it. Just stay back in the early 2000s where the you BK Lounge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where do you yes. go? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It, uh, yeah, my relationship with Pixar, I've seen a lot of what they do, especially since having kids and now everything's on Disney Plus. So, mm-hmm. and my kids love, like, Disney Plus has a show called, like, Forky Asks a Question, and it's, and it's a 
three minute long like little shorts yeah and they love watching those things which forky is pretty great he's the best thing that came out of that most recent toy story movie Hmm. so yeah i mean it's it's it it's gonna stay it will be hard for pixar to beat this for me i think for me it is i mean toy story one holds a very special spot sure you know because it's just toy story right but Oh, 1995. 1995. So I was right about how young we were. Yeah. That's really young. Yeah. I was literally five years old. Yeah. So that we were legitimately seven, was so, like the yeah. perfect, I was a perfect age when they came out for that movie. Yeah, you were. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. and I mean us too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, yeah it's. You can actually remember stuff. Yeah. Exactly. We were all at that age where you can remember it. And I remember I always forget that it. Toy Story is Pixar. Like, yeah. For whatever reason. It's hard. For, yeah, I get Pixar and Disney stuff mixed up all sure. the time. Like yeah. Wally. Is that Pixar? Yeah. Yeah, was that yeah Disney? Yeah, well, this point, that was the thing is the Pixar same. was separate for a long time. Yeah, but they now they're the same. Yeah, before it was that Pixar did stuff that Disney released. Now Disney owns Pixar. Okay, they didn't originally own. Wally was good. I don't know. If yeah, was, Wally was good. Yeah, I, I liked it. I'm it quite not sure like that that super heartstring pulley, but it was still yeah. a good show or movie. 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 Yeah, okay. so that was they must have released that after Pixar bought no, or Disney bought Pixar. Onward is very good uh yeah. it's it is definitely in my top pixar movies for yeah. sure i hope that this one goes down in the pantheon of pixar stuff and yeah. I, I mean i'm usually not one to like jump at sequels i'd be totally down for a sequel for this thing if they get chris pratt and i just don't Tom know what Holland they would back. do for a sequel i mean i guess they could do anything they wanted they could, but, yeah, like, our, they, they could try to like quest to find the older brother yeah like something it could be a very different kind of mode it could even be like it. a like a superhero movie, quote unquote, like to yeah. where like something comes back and they have to be, you well, know, they're just bringing fantasy some, back. Yeah, exactly. Know, like, like bringing the magic. Some bad right wizard back. happens. Maybe it could be about bringing the, ma- actually them legit bringing the magic back to the world. Literally True. Just True. Because Tiver, that's, like, that's kind of what it ended with was each person yeah. they like worked with was bringing back the magic. Yeah. 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 Well, and at the end, um, the, you know, with the bus, they actually make the bus fly. He's like, why are we going to drive somewhere when we right. can just fly? And they make oh, the bus van, fly. The new van. Their van. Guinevere. Okay. The, the second. Guinevere. Yeah. So, I, I, if I had any complaints, mm-hmm. it would be the most nitpicky thing that I even feel bad about just bringing up of the fact that... <laughs> You're a that, terrible like, human being. You I am a feel bad about it. I do Go ahead, absorb the guilt, and then you can <laughs> tell us. Keep piling on. David, say something bad about me. <laughs> I suck. Thank you. No, but like... Just the matter because they're basically portraying it as life today, like modern world, yeah. all the conveniences of electricity and all this stuff. Yeah. But like, think about having magic now and how yeah. much money you would save. Like, people would still use magic, but like, well, but the way they told that. the story they made sense that. though. Because yeah, because even in the beginning, it's like magic scared people because it was difficult to use. They literally show the scene sure, where yeah, it was difficult. Th- that guy's kind of at his little hobbit house, and the right. other magician showing him, and he's like, "Oh, I'm scared to do this. I can't do it right. I just caught my pants on fire, or whatever right. he did." Because he was a liar. Yeah, <laughs> that was a Matt level joke if I ever heard one. <laughs> yeah, Thanks. what were you gonna say, Matt? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. You were going to say that that did explain it in the beginning of the movie? Oh, yeah. I mean, that was the whole thing when they were like, oh, now we have electricity. Yeah. So we don't need magic. And then you had to learn magic and you had to specialize in it. So that was kind of like a, it wasn't just a, oh, I woke up and I was a mage. It was a, I woke up, I had magical abilities, but then I had to practice and get good at it. And yeah, people right. aren't going to do it. But you're right. I mean. I still feel like there would be certain people. I mean, maybe they are. Maybe they didn't show it. Right. Right. And there could be. So that could yeah. be something in the sequel where there is another mage that shows up yeah. and it's like, hey, like, oh, I mean, you're... like, if your whole 
species, race, whatever fairies are in mm. their world. Like, if you could fly, <laughs> like, come on now. You're going to give up flying to ride a motorcycle? I mean, motorcycles are great. Yeah, Don't get me wrong. Really it, it could all just be flying? a metaphor for for us now, maybe. Oh, no, it maybe totally is. Definitely... But, I mean, that would, that's my uh, only critique. That's all. Yeah. It's very nitpicky, and it really means nothing to me, but it just... It's okay. Say just what you feel. Don't be scared about what you feel, Chris. We're here for you. That's why you're here. <laughs> you should be scared of how I feel. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, we want to hear. We want to know. Don't... You no. just, just let it flow, I'm, man. We want to hear. Scared. Tell us all of it. What? That was it. That's literally the only thing I could think of. Is like, if I could fly, I wouldn't give that up for a motorcycle. But if your ancestor, ancestor, ancestor did before those motorcycles, and you didn't really know you could fly, I would haunt my ancestors. (laughs) You wouldn't know. Yeah, you were reverse haunting. And and they didn't have motorcycles. Maybe they just decided that it was easier to do something else than fly. I don't know what. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Planes, yeah, and we don't that's a good point. It's he, yeah, David okay. made a good point. Both flying of our grandfathers planes, do fly planes. Flying and we planes don't fly. and having wings attached to your body are completely different. I mean, yeah, it's a I don't skill. think those are comparable. Yeah, we both have motorcycles and we don't ride them because they were too. He has a really good point. David's you don't ride your points. motorcycle because right. it's too dangerous. Yeah, I mean, that's we have what kids. you're telling me. Yeah, yeah, but you don't have a motorcycle attached to you. No, I don't Again, think they're, I don't think they're this comparable. This is a body. Yeah, it's like literally no, it, not point, walking. No, no, his point is just that there are things that we do that we that are extra abilities that we could quote unquote have, whether it be to learn to fly or ride a motorcycle. We both literally own motorcycles and don't use them for a reason, right? So these are things that we could be doing that could potentially better our lives or improve our lives in some sort of way and we are both choosing not to do them for a specific reason when we wouldn't necessarily have to quote unquote but we choose to right no. yeah but they're riding motorcycles they're instead of using the wings on their back so i don't think that <laughs> logic applies here listen no, i'm just we're just nitpicking now i just yeah. i just don't think it counts because it was dangerous yeah his, yeah sure. david's point is just it's right. it's out of and i accept fear. the magic part i was just going right and that, i, I that, had changed that that's the argument right. for the magic sure. yeah i changed over to wings because yeah. i understand the magic part it was difficult to learn not everybody yeah. could do it the wings sure. is a difficult one but that's just you know right. that's that's so nitpicky that you know again i i feel bad about it <laughs> i'm kidding just have to bring it up just to, just keep absorbing that you're gonna turn into a sith lord by the end of this episode <laughs> already and... there brother <laughs> turn to a piss lord yeah. <laughs> watch it oh you gotta pee yeah. yeah no you can just hold it forever i'm gonna um yeah no well honestly i think we're probably we've talked about this thing pretty good I think. yeah yeah We've talked about it all. You guys want to go ahead and take a look at our tomato scores. Let's do oh, it. Yeah. All right. See how we're all going to be r- right. Really close. We'll be all really close, but someone's going to be. Maybe we won't be. Well, here, let's find out. Yeah, David, show us. Let's see this thing. And moment of truth. 86 and 96. I think Chris. 86. I got it. As always. 96, Matt Okay, so yeah. here, let me see it, David, because so it's hard for them to hear you. Off. So, yeah, so, yeah, Matt said 85, critics, 95. You want uh, to tell them what the actual score is? Yeah, I will. Know? Yes, it's an 86 by critics and a 96 by audiences. And Matt did 85, 95, so he was one off. And on both, Chris, which is two. Chris did 86, which is exact. Chris hit Correct. it spot on. And then he did 94, so he was two, two off. off. 
And then I did 88, so I was, for critics, I was two off. And then 93, so I was three off. Oh, Blaine's so I was the big the loser. Off. I am oh. the biggest loser. Wee woo wah woo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was wah wah wee wah. It's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> Don't question Yeah, and honestly, I mean, I'm not surprised by either of these. And let's see, what's the little flavor text at the top, David? Can you bring that closer to me? I'm going to check it out yeah okay so it says it may suffer in comparison to pixar classics get out of cheer with all of that but onward makes effective use of the studio's formula and stands on its own merits as a funny heartwarming dazzlingly animated adventure well i can agree with a lot of that except for the fact of it not standing up to others because there are plenty of pixar movies that this is better than sure i did want to see i was trying to get a splat here okay here's one Onward, this is this is Roger Ebert's website because he's not alive anymore, is he? Uh, I don't think he is. I, so this person says, "Onward feels frantically eager to please until it tries to yank out your heartstrings in the by now familiar formula of Pixar animation." Soulless. This like we said soulless. earlier. Mm. Yep, yep. You were right, Matt. You called that. That's another soulless individual. Let's see this person. Onward isn't, alas, something that deserves this much time spent thinking about it. What? What? What, what? Even is mean? that? What level of pompous how, debaggery? How much were you thinking about it? Yeah, like, get out of here, these people. That's so, not even a critique. No, not really. <laughs> right. I thought too much about this, and yes. I shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, right. Splat. I overhyped yeah. this in my own mind, and that's my fault. Yeah. So it's something. bad. Yeah. So, and actually, we point this out a lot. So. There were 240 critics who had the that took part in this, and then there were 4,285 audience, and that makes me really happy. I'm glad that the audience is that high yeah. from that high of a number. Yeah, honestly, I feel like that's the standard. Like, I feel like we've done between like mid to high 200s for critics, and then yeah. in the 4,000s for yeah. except for the very first one we did. I feel yeah. like that was the the weird one where like there was only two thousand audience because it was a super obscure indie right. movie. Well, yeah. I'd say obscure. Well, not a lot of people saw that movie. Well, it just wasn't advertised. It was nobody really knew about it. Yeah. yeah, so it was the weirdest choice for a first episode because we didn't have any <laughs> other thing to choose from. Yep. So I don't think we need to delve too much more into that. We pretty much no. called it, yeah. and yeah. you know we it pulled, it, it pulled forty million, which I think is actually a little bit lower than projected as far as Pixar movies go. Yeah. Well, but, hopefully it'll pick up now that people yeah, are seeing it. Really and... liking it. I mean, that's some... Well, also, we got to talk about this corona thing. People are not going out right now. Uh, like, that is a known thing for what's going on right now. Which, I mean, yeah. maybe a little bit of assisted paranoia due to the media. Well, I mean, that's like people maybe. going and buying all the <laughs> tissue paper and stuff. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. I mean, really? of course. You, you never know. You just might not be They're able to They're going to go buy all the bread before you know it. They're going to be like, oh, we got all the bread. We all know that Woo-hoo. what we all do when we don't have toilet paper is just do like dogs and get on all fours and drag our butts across the floor. That's what we all do, right? <laughs> when you don't have toilet paper? Is that, that, that's, what, right. that's, that's, that's what I do what when I do. run out. You just yeah. get on the carpet and drag. That's why we have I rugs. I have a bidet. I don't know about <laughs> the peasants. But... No, you just, yeah, that's what... Yeah. yeah, just go out to the creek out back and Swiss go just r- r- run your booty hole on the water. That's what I do, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so we don't need toilet paper is what we're saying. Correct. Right. <laughs> Here in North Carolina, in the <laughs> South, we're either too fancy or too trashy. It doesn't matter which, but we are those things, so we're not. We are those yeah. things. We don't need all that toilet paper. So, all right, cool. Well, at this point, we're going to move into our music re- recommendations, which is our send-off songs. And those are going to be... I'm going to let uh, Matt start with his. Oh, already? 
So I have for you guys this week, Crumbled by The Little Quirks. Okay. It's just a folky, awesome song. Yes. I've listened to it a lot. Is it? Yeah. Do you know if it's newer or older? Or it's any? kind of older. I've been listening to it for over a year now. And who, uh, who does it? Uh, Little Quirks. I haven't heard of them. Crumbled? Crumbled. Yep. Little okay. Quirks. Yeah. Cool. I like it. I'd definitely say check it out. Uh, okay. Yeah, Chris has to... Uh, <clears throat> Along with not participating in social media, Chris also doesn't Spotify, so he can't join our Spotify playlist either. He's just a heathen. Yeah, he has to look it up on YouTube. Yeah. I'm also a super hipster, apparently, because mm, I recommend music that isn't on Spotify. I mean, I would just call you a typical Sith Lord, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I've been called way worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's, what you got, Chris? Um, I have uh, Sam Moss is the artist. Sam Moss? Sam Oh, Moss. Sam like, Moss, just too. Just a name. Yep. Okay. Like, like Samus. First like name, from, surname. So it was Samus Sam the name of Samus yeah. Samwise. Samwise. The, Samwise. The girl from uh, Metroid. Samus. Samus. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sam, Sam Moss. Moss. M-O-S-S. Okay, yep. cool. Uh, Walking the Line is the name of the song. And hmm. it is a... What, what kind of... It's very easy listening, chill, folky. Yeah. Sweet. I'm kind cool. of getting close to that genre as well. We're, oh, this will be a very similar... <laughs> I uh, should have gone with my other one. Really? I had another rap song, but I did one last week. So. <laughs> no, this is... Good. No, that was we fantastic. One last week. I was you listening like to our playlist and I was like, oh, yeah. look, something spicy. Yeah. 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 Yours last week was good. We'll, we'll all go real weird next week. Okay. So, okay. So we, yeah. Let's, we'll have a weird week next week. All mine have been all over the place, but anyways. Yeah. You're, well, yeah. It's, well, yeah it's, it's been... We've, we've, the, the playlist is pretty good. I'm digging it. words. So I have Love Like Ghosts by Lord Huron. Lord Huron's just great. And I actually saw Lord Huron, I think it was last year, and I've listened to Lord Huron for a while, but seeing them live actually gave me a totally it's weird. I've never had this effect. I've seen a lot of bands live, and I've never had this effect where it I actually have a different opinion of a different thought process on their music after seeing them live versus just listening to them because I'd never picked up on it. But when you see them live, they're very psychedelic almost. They have a whole lot of imagery in their concerts and it's very kind of psychedelic, trippy, weird, like on mushrooms kind of a viewing experience while you're watching them, which yes. is really neat. And I've never gotten that vibe from, I hadn't gotten that vibe before by listening to them. But now after seeing that, I like feel it in the music almost. It's yeah. it's an interesting thing. It's pretty cool. Nice. But this is a good song. It's real, real kind of heart stringy. <clears throat> cool. Happy song. Cool. So, well, happy, mellow song. Right. But yeah. And they kind of have a little folky vibe to them too. So yeah. So if you don't know, well, I don't think we've told anybody or if even you alluded. don't know, now you know. <laughs> now you know. Don't say the last word. <laughs> I was listening to Biggie earlier this Were week you? too. Yeah. Oh, Biggie. It's so good. Yeah. So... I don't think we've mentioned it. Next week, we are going to be reviewing a super, from what we hear, controversial film, and it's The Hunt. Oh, Mike Hunt, right. Yes, The Hunt, yeah. PG episode, yes, The Hunt. I, I said The Hunt. Oh, that's what you said. Okay. Okay. I heard something totally different than that. He went for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be doing The Hunt, which is... This movie's weird situation, it actually got a whole lot of backlash when they released the first trailer a long while back. This movie was supposed to come out probably half a year to a year ago, at least. Really? Yes. And a lot of people lost their crap about it because it's supposed to be kind of controversial and deals with some politically driven elites. I don't want to say too much. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I guess we don't want to Just to know this is probably going to be a very interesting episode next week. It is. It's going to be a rated R episode. It will probably be spicy, and we will probably have things to say about it. Yep. Without a doubt. So I, think I would so. hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, this is going to be a Everyone knows. Well, we don't really have that much to say. Now. I mean, yeah. Right. We're not opinionated. Yeah. No, not at all. Especially about things like The Invisible Man. No opinions at all. <laughs> None. None. <laughs> so, guys... Thank you so very much. We're going to let you guys know how to reach us on all of our platforms and such. Our website is criticallyaroused.fireside.com. And if you want to find us on Instagram, it is at criticallyaroused. Our Facebook is also at criticallyaroused. And our Twitter is at at aroused.media. And as far as reaching us on Instagram, if you want to reach any of us, I'm, I'm underscore Blaine underscore Andrews. And Matt is Verlacma, which is Verlac M-A. And Chris is Butterboy69. Butter spelled with an A. Yeah. And you can also reach me at Llama Ninja Master at MySpace. If you want to check out my MySpace page. Pretty sure it's still active. I'm pretty sure all of our MySpaces still exist. I which it who, who doesn't doesn't like Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Old JT. Or he did for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he still does. Jeez, what a bad investment that was. <laughs> if you want to see emo Chris, go check yeah. out my yeah. MySpace. Same here. Goodness knows no. Don't whatever's on mine, just <laughs> I don't let's leave it back in time where it, it belongs. So yeah, and also big shout out to Ketza Music. That's our intro and outro songs. That's Ketza K-E-T-S-A music M-U-S-I-C dot com. Great stuff there, and you can download a lot of his music for free as well. So give him a listen, and thank you as always to D Rizzy Trout Fizzy, our office mate. Airhorn. <laughs> Thanks, David. We love you. And on that note, deuces. Later. See ya.